Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Shay Cornette in with Key and J. Will this morning. That's better. Good morning, Keyshawn. Shay, would, let me ask you a question. Would you would you go swimming in the uh, the East River? Would I? Would you ever go jet skiing in that thing? I would. I'm what? Not, that's, did you say Shay or Jay? <clears throat> no, she, he no, said Shay. He didn't ask I me. He Shea. knows my answer. Oh, yeah, I would. Oh, Jay for sure would go in there. You could rinse off. What? I'm not going in the East River, Key. I go. Uh, don't do that to me. Don't swimming. put out false <laughs> Summertime, propaganda. Summertime, anything's up. Anything's open. <laughs> but you, know? you, you would certainly go jet skiing in the East River. I would. I love jet skiing. I, yeah, I know you love jet skiing, but have you? Yeah, I can shower afterwards. That's fine. It's water. Whatever. Is it? Is it though? I'm not like you, that. You, you, I'm not as high maintenance. Not sure it is water. As you too. You okay, I'm a little more low is, key. But do you know what has been and what is in there? Key, like, I am sure you have put yourself in situations that are probably dirtier than that river, okay? So let's just <laughs> – all of y'all. I can So just – And that is a retirement statement by Shay Cornette, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> Savages here. That's just, about as that's – Wow. About as, that's a, that's a, that is about as bad as Jay. You're in love. You, you've been in love before. Hey, you've been in love before. Been that, been yeah, love that's, before. yeah, that's – yeah, that's, Come on, Shay. No, you didn't even need to go there. I wasn't even – I wasn't saying I mean, you were insinuating that I was like a dirty cat because I said I would no, swim No, I the did not. I did, oh, my God. See, there's so much of this in you, Shay. We don't need to get right to sports. You got to let stuff like this breathe for a minute. Anything remotely close to that. I'm Damn. just saying there's bodies that they found. Oh, I've God. actually seen three bodies being pulled out of there since I've been working at the seaport. <laughs> Why in the hell would I want to jet ski in that? I don't uh, I don't want to actually I don't want don't have the desire to. You ask if I would, I say yeah, I would. Whatever. That's why I love I'm low show. maintenance, you know? You, you're a go-get-it kind of okay. person. Okay, uh, this is Keyshawn J. Lynn Zubin to coming to you live from above the Heineken <laughs> River deck at Pier 17 right outside of the East River, in fact. So, uh, back to football, please, because preseason is now over. Yes, we are on to the regular season, and we do have things to talk about, I promise. We talked earlier today about the Colts and what is, what's going on there in that, in that division, and especially with the Colts because they've got some injury situations. And so this now opens the question about which division, as we get ready for the regular season in less than 10 days, we're nine days away, now is the most intriguing to us um I think the NFC West should be off the table because any of those four teams in the NFC West the Rams the Seahawks Cardinals and I am missing a team that will come to me in a second um, 49ers. 49ers thank you any of those four teams could go to the playoffs and quite frankly could go far in the playoffs so we're going to leave the NFC West off the table and then we're going to take our pick for the others and I'm going to go first here guys and I'm going to go with the AFC West okay okay we know what the Chiefs are. Like, yes. I don't need to lay out for everyone how good the Chiefs are. But here's what I will tell you. They were 8-0 last year in games decided by six or fewer points. They were not blowing teams out. We had this conversation over and over last year. Not even a little but they bit. Never, but they never, even, even the year that they won the Super Bowl, it, they were never blowing teams out. They were blowing out teams more often than they were last year. They were winning by bigger margins. I guess blowing teams out is probably not the term I want to use. One of the teams that beat them last year, by the way, too, was the Raiders. And they have improved in each of their past two seasons. They were 4-12 one year, 7-9, 8-9, and 
eight and eight. They're improving every year. John Gruden's now in his fourth year. He needs to figure things out. It's a, it, talk about a combo in terms of a coach and a quarterback that need to have a really good season. Look mm-hmm. no further than Vegas and what they need to do. Last year, they opened six and three last season, and that included a win over Kansas City. Can they get off to that hot start again and continue the momentum now through the entirety of the season? It's something John Gruden has been preaching the whole time. The Chargers, we know what you have in Justin Herbert, obviously. It was a two-game improvement last season from 2019. Nonetheless, nowhere really to go besides up, obviously, there. And then the Broncos with Teddy Bridgewater. This is the team that I think actually can make a lot of noise in the National Football League next year. Um, he's thrown over 100 passes in four different seasons for three different teams. And teams do not get worse when they have Teddy Bridgewater as their quarterback. He's extremely accurate. And, in fact, I think they could do a lot of damage, not only in their division, but elsewhere. Last season, the Broncos got smacked in the mouth. They were 0-3, and they had losses to Derrick Henry and the Titans, a Steelers team that opened 11-0, and the eventual champions in the Buccaneers. That's how they opened when they went 0-3. This year, they opened with the Giants, the Jags, and the Jets. Mm. Three winnable teams. And so if the Broncos can get out to a hot start, look out for the Denver Broncos. No need to slight okay. my Giants. So, That's cool, though. Uh, sorry. No, the, that, that, the, the uh, AFC West is a strong situation. I just don't know what the Chargers really are. I know Justin Herbert caught us all off guard, you know, and he's looking like the second coming, but I just don't know. And then you got the Raiders there. When you look at that situation, what are they? I mean, they got to retool their defense because their car certainly isn't the issue on the offensive side of the ball. And then, as you mentioned, Shay, Teddy Bridgewater certainly could help this team go a long ways because they got a solid defense. The Raiders did address the defense, though, through the draft this year. So hopefully they can they rely on every, some of those. Hey, yeah. Shane, they address it every, <laughs> every year through the draft. That's every true. Year. Well, last year I feel like, though, they went more with receivers and offense. But nonetheless, hopefully those rookies can show up. What division most intrigues you, Keyshawn? I would say it's the, the AFC East. When I, when I look at the Buffalo Bills, the New England Patriots, and potentially the Miami Dolphins, and I put the Jets in the back end because that's just whatever. But when I look at those three teams – we don't really know what Tua is. We're all trying to figure it out. We know that there's some flirtation going on potentially with Deshaun Watson, even though Coach Flores kind of is trying to dismiss that as much as he can and separate himself from that conversation. But then when you look at the situation in New England, no matter who the quarterback is going to be, which I think is going to be Cam Newton, I think they're going to fight against the Buffalo Bills for that division Buffalo, on the other hand, with Josh Allen and, and Stephon Diggs and company, they certainly emerged last year and bursted onto the scene and made everybody feel like the flavor of the month. But New England is right there with them. What they did in the offseason and bringing guys back off of the COVID situation, they've got a new, whole new energy, a whole new team, bringing in uh, Matt Patricia to be kind of like uh, Bill Belichick's lieutenant on both sides of the ball paying attention on the offensive side and the defensive side. His staff is still intact. New England's going to be a hard-pressed team to get out of that division. Buffalo is not going to be an easy cakewalk for Bill fans at all. Yeah, I agree with him on the Bills, too. It's going to be interesting to see how the, the Patriots really really kind of find their stride, either if that's with Cam or Mac Jones. I'm going to stay in the AFC. I'm going to go with the AFC North, and this is a shout-out to Victoria, part of our crew here with the camera. She's going to see the game. Uh, they're opening a game against the Chiefs. And, look, the Browns are interesting to me, right? The Browns have the talent on paper similar that I think the Cowboys do where you're like, they can explode. They could be that team that can contend for a Super Bowl. Obviously, you have to go through KC. But, look, 11-5 last year, made the first time playoffs in forever, won a playoff game. I like the Browns. I think they're real. Baltimore, they finished 11-5 last year, but they were hampered by 
injuries and COVID. It's a big season for Lamar Jackson, all right, to throw outside the numbers. Uh, but losing J.K. Dobbins, I think, really hurts him. But, look, running back by committee has always been their thing. Then with the Steelers, uh, they're one of the most intriguing teams in the league to me. Big Ben having that controversy with his contract, comes back. I'm going to be there. And let's not act like last year before they had the bye week, before they started to spiral down. I mean, they were on verge of having a perfect season. And then I think there are a lot of interesting storylines with the Bengals. You got, you know, Joe Burrow. You got, um, you know, they're, they're Jamar Chase and him fumbling the ball right now. Penny Sewell, uh, that conversation always lingers around them. I think it's a really interesting division. I'm curious between the Steelers, the Browns, um, you know, I, these teams are there in Baltimore to have a chance to contend. I think yeah. a lot of people are looking at the Steelers and kind of looking at the end of the season and pushing them to the side. But when you got Big Ben coming back, he's healthy. He feels good. His arm feels good. They drafted a, an amazing talent out of Alabama in Najee Harris. That's right. You know what Chase Claypool is, Juju Smith-Schuster. You got Washington on the outside. You got Johnson on the outside. The defense is somewhat retooled. The secondary is led by Mika Fitzpatrick. And you never can count out – Mike Tomlin. Mm-hmm. Mike Tomlin has never had a losing record as a head coach in Pittsburgh. And never, plus, key. ever. And plus, now you got Big Ben that doesn't need to throw the ball every damn down. And I think that's what we saw towards the end of the year. Yeah, you, you saw him really running. trying to air it out, and that's not how Big Ben is built. That's not how he's been successful. I'll tell you what. Like, everyone, it's easy to say, oh, the Steelers are the team that went to the playoffs last year, could miss it this year. Like, uh, to me, I, I would look to the Saints, but uh, – not a chance. Like, there's no way. There's not a team sh- that you, perennially, year after year, finds a way to win outside of the Steelers. It's it's remarkable, really. So it's never too early to look at the quarterback carousel for next year. And Key will tell you why. Aaron Rodgers is not only the former MVP entering his last season with his current team. I'll tell you all that. That's after Jay. Is this from DoorDash? Boom. DoorDash here with Summer of Dash Pass. Right now, Dash Pass members are taking $10 off groceries, alcohol, pet food, and more. You need a nightcap? $10 off. Got a cough? Get relief delivered for less. Want to surprise your crush? You better. Send a gift and save. Try Dash Pass for free and get special savings, exclusive menu items, and $0 delivery fees year-round. Get more from your neighborhood now with Dash Pass in the DoorDash app. And stay cool out there. Terms and conditions apply. The beginning of the season, oh, man, I want to be in that moment. This is one of them things we say, man, I wish I had that right now. Are you ready? Because I'm ready. This is Marty Smith, and I'm ready. This is Keyshawn Johnson. The Dallas Cowboys are ready. This is Matthew Berry. The Syracuse Orange are ready. Zellin Hahn, I'm ready. Football is back, and it kicks off every morning with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin and continues all day right here on ESPN Radio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. 
Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Oh, look at that sun coming up over the East River. It's a good day. This is a good day. Happy Tuesday. Shay Cornette here with Key and Jay Will. You didn't call him Keyshawn. I know. He told me That's not impressive. to call him Keyshawn, which I actually understand because sometimes if, if, People I love in my life yell Shay across the room. Like, my husband's like, Shay. I'm like, I'm in trouble. So I did something wrong. Like, you know, a more endearing nickname is better. So I get it. So key it is. What are more? Jay Will. Keyshawn Johnson. You you call him my whole name. Just Yeah, like your government. I get it. What what are more endearing nicknames for you? I'm curious now. Babe or something. I'm talking about my husband. Like, you know what I mean? I don't want to hear Shay. Like, it sounds like I'm in trouble. What does Jordan call you? Yeah, like babe or... And no Shay one cares Shay? about this, hon. Yeah. I care about this. That's Shay what we're Shay. asking. Shay Some, Shay? Something a little loose, you know? I don't need all the... Shay Shay Shantan. So I get it, Key. So Key it is. Uh, if you want to give us a call here on the show, the phone number is 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We're asking you on the Dr. Pepper call online, which coach-quarterback combo has got the most pressure on them this season? Um, and, and so keeping quarterbacks in mind here, we're going to play a game of real or not real, and here's how the game is going to go. Our producer, Evan, is going to throw a name at us, a quarterback, that is. And we're going to decide if this quarterback is going to be with their team that they are currently on next season. Mm. Is that real or not real? So, Evan, without further ado, I'll let you take, take real, it away. Or re- real or not real away. Yeah, so the guy we've been talking about all offseason, Aaron Rodgers, real or not real, will be with the Packers next year. Key, go ahead. Not real. That's, that's real. I'm absolutely real. I, I know we went through this whole offseason deal with A-Rod, and he was talking about he didn't want to play for the Packers. Guess what? He's playing for the Packers. And even though he put in his contract that he can opt out at the end of the season, that's not going to happen. They're going to give him a big deal. They're going to win the Super Bowl or have a chance to win the Super Bowl. He's going to run it back. They got a really good team. I, I say not real. I, I, I think this is the last year that we'll see – Aaron Rodgers playing a Green Bay Packers uniform. I think he'll go out on top, but I think there are other things that are happening in his life that I think he'll want to position differently. I w- this is like a real reality show to me, like where it's like partially real and a little bit not real, you know? And so I don't know. <laughs> I think that if the Green Bay Packers go all the way to the Super Bowl or go really far in the playoffs, they had, it's Super Bowl or bust, um, go all the way to the Super Bowl, he is there in Green Bay. If they don't, he's leaving. So I, I have no idea which way to go on this, but I, I'm kind of in the middle. I know I can't really do that, Ev, but I did. Sorry. Go ahead. Real Great. You can't real. do it. It's a real and not real. Right. <laughs> Great. Really, really Way to play the game, Shay. QBs will be with their team next year. Real or not real, that's what we're playing. Or you can just go right in the middle and real, not real, say. So, Russell Wilson, real or not real, will be with the Seahawks next year. Key? It's real. Yeah, He's certainly going to be with the Seahawks again next year. Russell Wilson isn't going anywhere again. Off-season drama took place. Everybody ran to it. 
thinking it was something there when it was actually nothing there. He signed off on the offensive coordinator. He wanted other receivers. They were able to do some things, address the offensive line. Russell's fine. You know, he's, he's good to go. Him and Sierra will be in Seattle to the end. <laughs> to the end. You know, there's something about I just want you to want me. I want you to want me. Mm-hmm. That's all Russ wanted. Like, Russ was never leaving. He just wanted to be heard. He wanted to have that same flex that Tom Brady had when he came into the Bucks. Like, oh, I want my guy, Antonio Brown. Go get my guy. He just wants that. He gets that in Seattle. He doesn't go anywhere. Uh, yeah, I think this is real. That, that Russell Wilson also stays in Seattle. So across the board, I think we all agree. I think it, this offseason and articles that came out and him going on different shows like the Dan Patrick show and like voicing his opinion really woke up everyone in Seattle, especially Pete Carroll and such. And so I think they listen to him. They, they do what they need to do. And he stays in Seattle. Another former MVP, we talked about Aaron Rodgers. How about Cam Newton? Real or not real that he's in New England next year? Jay, start with you. I got not real. I, 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 look, I, I think Cam is going to come out and he's going to play decently. But I, I, I'm starting to, the more I watch Mac Jones play in this preseason, the oh, more no, I hear. You're turning? You're turning. I, I'm starting to make that turn. I really am. Just because Key said this the other day. Coaches like things that remind them of what was. And Cam doesn't remind Bill Belichick of what was with Tom. Mac Jones does. And I'm, I understand he's a young quarterback, but it just seems like his composure is starting to make me trend in the opposite direction. Man. Yeah, it, I know. It's, it's not real, but not for the reasons Jay's talking about. It's the reason that Cam Newton will go on to another team after he has a terrific season in New England, and they would want to start the Mac Jones era. That's simple and plain. That is what Cam did. He made a decision to sign a one-year deal. They brought everybody back in. They got the free agents. Now they're going to make a strong playoff push, a Super Bowl run. Wherever it ends is where his New England career will end, and he'll be on another team next year. Okay, um, I'm going to partially agree with you, Key. I'm going to say not real. He does move on to another team next year, probably in a backup role. I think it's inevitable Mac Jones will take over this Patriots for the future and for the long haul. I do think Cam's going to start and play well this season. I want to make that perfectly clear. But it's not the M.O. in New England to play backup quarterbacks big money, and I think Cam Newton could be one of those backup quarterbacks in the league who makes decent money and goes and is a veteran leader somewhere else. And so that's why I say not real. He will We'll move on from New England next year. Will Cam F? be, will Cam be happy of, in the backup role? Yeah, but I don't think yeah, New England will think, give him that kind I, of money. I, I don't, I don't think that. Cam going to play backup. No, sir. I, with you. Yeah, I don't think that's in the cards at I all. I mean, Andy Dalton got a starting job this year. That's I think true. Cam could find a starting that's job. That's true. Hell, Nick Foles got a starting job. Yeah, well, that didn't work out so well. And now he's the number three. So let's I not just had that to bring that back to Chicago real quick. Evan, go on. Speaking of former New England quarterbacks, Jimmy Garoppolo, real or not real that he's with the 49ers next year? Not real. He's, he's on the move. I wouldn't be shocked if some, for some reason it doesn't work out this year that they try and move him before the trade deadline. But I, I believe that Jimmy G seen his last days this year in San Francisco. Similar situation to Cam Newton. I mean, he's a terrific quarterback. He, when he's healthy, he's done a tremendous job. He's won a lot of games in San Francisco, but they've drafted a guy, moved up to get a guy that they feel good in, in, in Trey Lance, although Trey Lance has a little finger issue. who may, he, you know, he may not play in week one, but he will be playing at some point during the season. 
I'm going to say real. I'm going to go against the grain here and say that the 49ers find a way to keep Jimmy G. He's owed a lot of money this year. There's no way he moves into that backup role unless he absolutely has to this year. And I think the 49ers are poised to do something special this year. And if that's the case, people will be clamoring to keep Jimmy G in the Bay Area. So I'm going to say real. I'll agree with you. I'll go real, too. I I think Trey Lance is special. I think he'll probably need a little bit more time. But it is interesting how one missed opportunity makes you think about smaller things. Like when I hear Key call Jimmy G terrific, I'm like, man, if that pass was caught, then that's a terrific quarterback. I still look at Jimmy G as just serviceable. You can still win with serviceable when you have a great defense, and that's where I feel like the 49ers are. Okay. Kirk Cousins, real or not real? You like that? Sorry, I just want to say it. Go ahead, Shay. Go ahead, Jay. No, go ahead. Key, someone, go ahead. I'm trying to think. What is it? Does he have one more guaranteed year left, or is this it? Uh, he's still oh, under contract deal. next season. Next then season, be, one more year. Yeah, he'll he'll. It's real. He'll be Minnesota's quarterback uh, next year because it, it, you know his number is too big and it's fully guaranteed. Exactly. Nobody's going to want to take that. Uh, that's why I, I say real. I don't see any team coming in to make a big offer. For Kirk, keep it real, cousins. You like that? It would be a forty-five million dollar dead cap Ooh. hit should he move on. Uh, uh, yeah. So I, I'll say, I will say, real as well. Kirk Cousins stay there. The Vikings to me right now are just kind of boring. Like there's nothing that moves the needle right now with Kirk Cousins or otherwise. And I just feel like what team you're right is going to pick up that big salary um, when there's still question marks surrounding Kirk Cousins and big games and all those kinds of things. So yet, yeah, not real. He stays with the Vikings. How about this one? Carson Wentz, real or not real? He's the quarterback in Indy next year. I'm going it's first. Real. I'm going real. Okay, first. Yeah, he go, I'm going to say real. I think Carson Wentz is, when he's finally fully healthy, he's going to play some of his best football in Indianapolis. This is what I know about Carson Wentz. The best games that were played by the Eagles while he was on that roster, he did not start those games, okay? With Indianapolis, it's going to change. The best games that the Indianapolis Colts play, he will play in. I think the narrative is completely going to change when he's in Indianapolis, so I'm going to say real. He'll stay with that team. Yes, real. Absolutely, 100% real. Shay said it best. He'll be fine. There's nothing else for me to elaborate on. I'll say real, too. You know, Key, when you said he'll be fine, I I, I still don't see Carson Wentz blowing me away. Do you see him, like, blowing you away? Do you think – is he going to come back and be the 2017 Carson Wentz? Maybe. Look, he's a a 3,500-yard passer. He's a 20-touchdown guy and probably a 10-interception guy, which is – Fine. Yeah. You can win yeah. a lot of games that way. Yeah. In Indianapolis. I agree. Like, we talk about how Jameis Winston could improve in a different system. Like, Carson Wentz could very much so be very good in Indianapolis in that system. I last Jameis Winston has way more upside than Carson Wentz. Maybe. Yeah, you're probably right. Ev, last, last one. Last one. Deshaun Watson, real or not real, that he is the quarterback, not starting, but that he is on the Texans roster in 2022, real or not real? I can't answer that. Go ahead, Keith. I can't. I don't, not real. He will be moved before the start of the 2022 season. Um, I, I don't see him – I mean, for what? They, they're they going to part ways with him at some point in time because everything is just a major distraction. We already know he doesn't want to play for them, and he has everything hovering around him from the off-season stuff that, or the off-the-field stuff that he's going through, and I don't see where the Texans is going to get any better. Think about it, though. You're going through all of what he's going through uh, in Houston. He certainly doesn't want to be there. He wants a fresh start. And if somebody's willing to give him a fresh start in the National Football League, which I'm sure there's plenty of teams that will, 
he'll be somewhere else. Okay. I, I think I'm going to go real. I, I just I think there's still so much more to dig in and find out. And I, I know that, you know, teams want talent, and I, I, I get all that. But there, there's a lot that comes along with that. Uh, and we're in a day and age where everything is explosive, and that is very, very explosive. Uh, I'm going to say not real. I don't think he's with the Houston Texans ne- uh, next year. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave all the off-the-field stuff to the side right now and just say it, there's no way that someone doesn't make a statement about what the punishment is for him or what needs to happen with him going forward between now and next season. Like, there needs to be some sort of decision made, and for that very reason is why I'm going to say he's not with the Houston Texans. Okay. There's already question marks with him on that roster and the way he impacts that, Tim, and him not wanting to be there. Um, and I think once we figure out what his suspension is or if there is one or if he's going on the commissioner's exemplist or whatever it is, once we figure that out, he'll be moving teams because he'll have more answers. And I will leave it at that. Um, Brian Flores has been asked all week about the Dolphins' interest in Deshaun Watson. And it has been very interesting in terms of what he has had to say. So let's take a listen to Brian Flores, the Dolphins' head coach. Again, this is not he's not being asked about Tua Tungavailoa, his starting quarterback right now. He is being asked about Deshaun Watson, who as of right now is still a Houston Texan. Take a listen to Brian Flores. A lot of things that, that, that we weigh when we're, when we're making decisions uh, fit on the team, overall talent, salary cap. We're, we're talking about a, a player or players I mean we're always trying to do what's best for uh, the Miami Dolphins and I mean we have a high standard for the people we have in the organization so you know, we, we we want the people with high character and throughout the building that's what we're looking for okay so you can dissect his words a little bit if you want to at the end of the day he's saying he wants high character players on his team take that for what you will but what I took away from this was why don't you just say you're not in discussions about Deshaun Watson if you're indeed not and you truly believe in Tua Tungavailoa? Like, the door is clearly still open Can't do that. to bring in another QB there. And that's what I took away. Like, why not just shut this down right now and say we're not worried about that right now. We're worried about who's on our current roster right here, right now. Key, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, but two things, right, Shay? He can't say it by name. So he can't say, well, we're not interested in Deshaun. We're not interested in a quarterback that's on another team right now because then it would be probably some tampering. You know, who knows what, what flags would be raised. And then on top of that, you, 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 like you said, we could dissect his words. When I look at it, right, you, and this is the National Football League. We've seen teams take dudes that's been allegedly in other situations, whether it's murder or whatever you want to call it. We, they, they've been on rosters of teams. I look at it with Coach Flores, and I say to myself, he's kind of leaving himself some wiggle room to be able to say they like high-character guys because for whatever reason, Shay, it goes in a different direction for Deshaun on coming out of it with whether it's a settlement or whatever you want to call it. He can then come back around and always say, hey, we did our due diligence like a lot of coaches and front office people do is we did our due diligence, it checked out. We feel like, you know, based on where he was coming out of college, he's a high-character guy, he got himself in this situation. There's always some wiggle room. Or if if it goes the other way, he can always say, hey, I'm looking for high-character guys, and that wasn't one of them. Yeah, that that is definitely something that could happen. Um, we will wait and see, obviously, what happens with Deshaun Watson and what happens with the Dolphins going forward. Let's get to Sports Center.
Mm-mm-mm. All right. Time to talk to one of my favorites. That would be Mr. Marcus Spears, our Swag ESPN group. football analyst. He joins us on the Goodyear Hotline here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. Again, we're on that Goodyear Hotline here with Marcus Spears. What up, Swag? Shay Cornette, Key, and J. Will up, here. And now, Marcus Spears, good morning to you. What's up, Shay, Key, J. Will? How y'all living? Oh, we are. We are living great. Um, We have been debating like Monday, Tuesday, every day of the week, as you have, I know as well, Marcus, on who should start in all these different cities. And I feel like the most hot button one seems to be New England for one reason or another. So the simple question is, is it Cam or is it Mac Jones? Marcus, where are you going with this? Ah, it's Mac Jones. And I've changed my tune to this because Bill Belichick is still mum on it. And and I know every time I've seen Bill Belichick talk about this quarterback position, it's been an assertive position on Cam. Like, he talked about it not being a big sore that he missed the five days for the misunderstanding about the COVID test. He had Cam as the starter. And then we get down to the end where you got to determine. And he said, there's a lot of things we're looking at. And look, the bottom line is this. Cam played good, uh, solid in the preseason. I don't think Cam did enough to separate himself from Mac Jones. And this was a legit quarterback competition. So I've, I've kind of changed my tune. The, my heart wants Cam to start because I want to see him have this opportunity in this offense. But the way Bill Belichick responded to that question, uh, I think yesterday or the day before yesterday, just gave me concern that they they really been impressed with what Mac Jones has done. And this decision got difficult. And that 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 scares me for Cam. Yeah, see, I don't think, Marcus, I don't think the decisions got difficult at all. I think that Belichick's just not that's just his way of doing things. He's he's going to announce when he wants to announce. Um, and I think that that is just the way he's always been. That he's not going to allow the media, the fan base, and nobody else kind of couch him into naming a starter. Um, they yeah. should do their due diligence. But I also go back to the beginning of when he talked about Cam being the starting quarterback or he talked about bringing Cam back and re-signing him when everybody said that that was the wrong move. Uh, they also went out there in free agency, as you see very well, and signed a number of weapons to surround Cam Newton around to make sure that he would have the success. They didn't sign those players – with the idea of drafting Mac Jones, they signed knowing that we're probably going to have to play with Cam Newton. Cam Newton didn't do, like you said, he didn't do enough in the preseason to separate himself tremendously from Mac Jones, but they didn't need him to because they know what Cam Newton is. They need to Mm. find out if Mac Mm. Jones is going to be ready when that time comes to take over for Cam Newton. So, you stick with what you believe in, and I'm going to stick with what I believe in, Keith. and then we'll meet on NFL Live week one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Here's the thing for me, though, man. Like, he, he's he been bullish on Cam, and I think about, like, and Key, you know this as well as anybody because you played in the league for a long time. You became a vet, and it was it's an understanding um, between vets. I just don't know if Cam – is is unequivocally the starter and Belichick wouldn't say that like that that's the part that that took me back is like if it is the plan and we know Bill like Bill to your point he's gonna make the decision when he wants to make the decision won't be pushed 
into a corner. But I would think when you think about Cam and his veteran status, what everything that we acknowledge he went through last year and looking at him this preseason, I just took a pause at the fact that Belichick wouldn't say Cam Newton is going to be our starter. And I think it's directly a part of what Mac Jones has done in this preseason, more importantly, understanding what they're trying to do offensively. So for me, man, that, that, that is really what shifted me. Cam has earned that type of respect for a coach. If he's going to be the starter at this point in his career for a coach to come out and say, Cam is the guy that's going to take the first snap. I just take a pause at that when you don't have a definitive answer based on what we know about Cam. Marcus, let's go back to another quarterback situation in Chicago. Jeff Saturday was on air yesterday and said that he would lose his mind as a player in the locker room and that if they don't start Justin Fields, that Matt Nagy will lose the locker room. Your thoughts? Jay Will, I'm glad you asked that, man, because when people talk about these quarterbacks and we keep it in the the coach quarterback like prism, it's it's 50 other guys. Mm that you're responsible to as well. And all players want to know is, are you putting us in the best possible situation to win games? They are not doing that with Andy Dalton in Chicago, bro. Everybody on this damn set know that. Shea know that. Key know that. You know that, Mm Jay Will. It is not the best possible situation you can be in with Andy Dalton as the starter. And I got, like, like people saying all of these things. If, if Matt Nagy came out and said, hey, listen, Justin Fields has some things he still needs to learn, that, and until he learns those things, we don't feel comfortable with him being the starter. But based on what we watched this offseason, this is a better football team with Justin Fields at quarterback. And the responsibility to not only those defensive guys, because this is how people try to shift shape it. Well, the O-line bad. Well, let's give them time. Well, what the hell you think Andy Dalton going to do behind a bad O-line? And, and you're going to sacrifice. So, let's, you know, I'll, I'll be much comfortable with Andy Dalton taking those shots. No, you won't because you're losing games if he's taking those shots. Mm. I'm looking at this whole situation, man, and you do all of this to trade up for Justin Fields. He proves in the preseason that he's the best and he's going to be running scout team week one of the season. Okay, a few things. First of all, Marcus, I will tell you this, and he makes a good point about the defense because the defense has been, like, year after year frustrated with how the offense has not come along and the defense has in Chicago. Like, I was in that locker room we were allowed in, and there's frustration on that side of the ball. And so I I will say this, like, if it does start out slow with Andy Dalton, like, those defensive dudes will be speaking up. Like, we're not doing this again. We can't carry the team every single year on our back. Also, Marcus, before we say bye, looking svelte there, buddy. I know you're working out. Looking good. <laughs> I'm still taking my walks. I haven't posted in a while. So, you know, I, I, I really had to make a decision. And I, that my decision was to make sure that my body looks like Keys and Jay Will when I come back this, this year for the show. Yeah, everyone wins yeah, with that comment. I knew it. Marcus Spears, thank you so much. You can catch more of Marcus on Get Up at 8 o'clock. We'll see you later, buddy. All right, brother. All right, fam. Y'all take care. Bye. That's Marcus Spears on the Goodyear Hotline, brought to you by Goodyear, making the plays that move you forward. Goodyear, more driven. Key will tell you why Matthew Stafford, not going to live up to the hype after Jay has this from Straight Talk. Jeez. Yeah, let me give you that Straight Talk. 5G is here. But the big carriers want you to sign a pricey long-term contract to get in on the action. Well, not anymore. Because Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage 
nationwide with plans starting at just $35 a month and with no contract. And get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $200 $299 more. All on America's best networks. 5G coverage, 5G phones, less money. Straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. 5G compatible device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Hey, it's Greeny, and we're turning our attention to the first week of the NFL season Tuesday with my big-time predictions and time for your calls as well. See you then. It's Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Brought to you by Skechers. Skechers, comfort included. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin. Dave is in Maryland. Dave? To me, I'm starting Justin Fields all day and twice on Sunday because Thank I know you. we can't win. Okay. With all right, fair enough. Okay. You so don't have to cut him off, Shay. You don't have to cut him off, Shay. Hey, Shay, we like to let him finish up. Yeah, Shay. Like, we're, right, right. we're not rude I'm like not that. Not you around we these you know, I'm not we rude. Wanna, I just I got to let him finish up. Shay, did we not have like a long meeting? We don't get rude to the callers. <laughs> Cap, just cut the color off. I I gave you you a very warm welcome. Don't do that, Cap. (laughs) You know. (laughs) So I got got to ask you, what what personality was that that came out? Because that didn't feel like Shay. Was that... Was that so Moop? It, was that Moop, Moopy? Moop, yeah, that's what Was I that know. Power? These are all nicknames that your husband told me are your nicknames since you didn't decide to divulge your nicknames to us. So I have sometimes a little bit of a temper when I get frustrated. I just like, you know, and unfortunately the caller got the brunt. I get annoyed. Like after a while, dude, I got to move on. I got things to do. I got things to talk about. We get your point. You want Justin Fields to start. I am who I am. I'm not normally a rude person. I just sometimes have a short fuse. We can all relate on this show, can't we? Key, Jay, I think you guys are the same way, you know? Nah. Yeah. No? My, yeah, my wife can relate. 
Yeah. Yes. Maybe some email I'm, thing. I'm, I don't know. Keyshawn, J. Will and Zubin on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, Series XM, Channel 80. And on your smart speakers, all you got to do is tell them to play ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. We're going to play a game here, guys, called Take the Field. Okay? Um, we're going to lay out it. Well, I'm not going to. Evan, our producer, is going to lay out something for you. You're either going to take what he says or you're going to take the field, meaning the others in the field. Okay? You'll see how it goes as we begin this. Take the Field is brought to you by Indeed. Odds are you're hiring to free up some time, not lose more. With Indeed, you get the platform that delivers four times more hires than all the other sites combined, according to Talent Nest. Post a job and say you're hired. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Let's play Take the Field. Evan, take it away. I just want you to know Evan likes doing the reads. And um, that probably didn't kick things no, off. No, I love it. Shay, nailed it. Let's Thank move you. on. God, Jay, bringing our off-the-air stuff on the air again. <laughs> go on, Evan. Only day two back, and we're already off to a bad Two format, Evan. Let's go. Here we go. Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey were, only two, were two of the only three players in the top ten, according to the ESPN uh, top player rankings. So I'm going to ask you this. A Ram or the field will win Defensive Player of the Year this year. A Ram or the field? You're taking a Ram or the field? Jay, go first. I'm going to go with the Ram, considering Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. I mean, th- those two guys have a history of being great defensively. Uh, and I think this team is going to be built off what they do defensively. Everybody talks about Matthew Stafford all the time, but I'm going to ride with this defense. I go with the Ram. Uh, I'm going to take the field. I-, I-, I look at the situation with Raheem Morris coming over for Atlanta to be the defensive coordinator, different scheme than they've run. In the past, yes, Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald are two of the best at their position, but there's other people in the field that you can look to uh, that could potentially. Miles Garrett in Cleveland, he's got to do some amazing things for the Browns to make a strong push. And there's other players around the league, so I'm taking the field. Uh, I, I will also take the field. I think Chase Young is going to be mm. an absolute beast again this year. He had seven and a half sacks last season. That's more than any two other rookies combined. So give me the field, and I'll, I'll just peg it on Chase Young. Go ahead. Tom, uh, Tom Brady says he will have his best season yet. That's what he told Peter King. Mm-hmm. So Tom Brady will have the best season this year of any former MVPs. The former MVPs include Lamar Jackson, Cam Newton, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, of course, Brady. Tom Brady or the field best MVP season this year. Key? The, wait a minute. Is that the best MVP season? So of, of all the former MVPs, of all those guys I listed, Tom Brady will have the best season. Tom Brady or the field? I'm going to go with the I'm going to go with the field. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the field. And the reason I'm going with the field is because I, I just believe that Bruce Arians and that offense and Byron Leftwich and what they do defensively is the reason that they won the Super Bowl. And in order for them to repeat, they're going to have to do it again. Now, doesn't mean that Tom Brady, from a statistical standpoint, is going to have the best season he's ever had. It may just mean from a mental standpoint, being crisp and sharp, in, in hitting uh, a high percentage of his throws, things of that nature. But statistically, I'm not taking him over Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I'm not taking him over Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes. I, I think, you know, both those guys are suited with their offense to be electrifying. I think Tom can be solid and could potentially win another Super Bowl, but I see those offenses being next level. Okay, you guys can take the field, and I will take Tom Brady. Three of the last seven Super Bowl MVPs has been Tom Brady. is seven Super Bowl rings. He's now moved on to two hands. Um, and, and so I will take Tom Brady every day of the week. Go ahead. Speaking Next of one. quarterbacks, Matthew Stafford will have the best season of any quarterback with his new team. This doesn't count rookies. 
Stafford or the field. The field includes Andy Dalton, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Jared Goff, Sam Darnold, Carson Wentz, Teddy Bridgewater. So, Stafford or the field. Key? I'm going to take Matthew Stafford. <laughs> oh. I, 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 Why are you it, laughing? Well, because I, I, I'm going to take Matthew Stafford. I could take Teddy Bridgewater, but when you – you know how I am, Jay. I start digging into it. It's not statistical with me in these situations. Teddy Bridgewater could have a fine season, and they may challenge Kansas City for the division. But then I look at the West Coast-style offense and Sean McVay pushing the ball down the field. Statistics are a big part of – what the Rams do, and Matthew Stafford is a, a statistic freak. Big numbers he'll put up in Los Angeles. Doesn't mean that he'll have a better season than some of those guys. Numbers-wise, he certainly will. I'll go Stafford as well. I think with the loss of Cam Akers, they'll become even more pass-heavy than what they were planning. And I think that puts Matthew Stafford in a position to be successful with this team. Very. So the question is, will this quarterback, Matthew Stafford, have the best season of any other quarterback on a new team, right? The best season you can kind of interpret how you want it. It doesn't necessarily have to be statistical. It could be they go the right direction, whatever it is. And so I will take Teddy Bridgewater, in fact, actually, because last season he was on target. He was accurate. I couldn't quite understand why they couldn't figure things out in Carolina with him, and yet they move on. And so give me the Denver Broncos, and I will take Teddy Bridgewater. Quickly, Ev, give me yes, one more. Dan Orlovsky said on the show yesterday, Mac Jones could be rookie of the year if he starts week one. Mac Jones or the field to win rookie of the year. you got 30 seconds. Jay. If he starts, I mean, I, I, I'm going to ride with Dan Orlovsky. I never thought I would say this, but I'm riding with D.O. Okay. on Mac Jones. The field, man. I ain't even got the field. Yeah, I, I'm, going, I'm going the field, too. I, I'm not even convinced he's going to start as many games as everyone else thinks. Um, all right, that was a fun game. Take the field. I like it. So I'm not the only one who needs to apologize for being rude. See, like, I, this, this is a clear example of me not actually writing that tease. Uh, apparently, there's multiples that need to apologize for being rude. We'll do that next here on Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin on ESPN Radio. And we're heading over from ESPN2 to ESPN News on TV.